Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasar and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 Despite Mayor Eric Adams' prominent efforts to combat homelessness in New York City, the city is experiencing an increase in street homelessness. According to the annual Homeless Outreach Population Estimate, the HOPE survey, conducted by the Social Services Department in January, the number of individuals sleeping on the city streets, parks, subway benches, subways, benches, and highways overpasses has risen in 2023. The survey recorded a total of 4,042 people in such circumstances, indicating a 17% increase compared to 2022. This figure represents an increase of 603 individuals compared to the previous year's count of 3,439 and an increase of 1,666 individuals compared to 2021. However, it is closer to the count of 3,857 people who were homeless in 2020. The Social Services Department attribute this rise to factors such as the influx of migrants to the city and the conclusion of pandemic-related programs, including the federally funded use of hotels as homeless shelters the temporary closures of subways overnight, and the mild winter weather experience this year. Commissioner Molly Wasau Park of the Social Services Department acknowledged the significant challenges faced over the past year and emphasized the agency's commitment to effectively address the homelessness crisis while delivering on its mission to assist the homeless population in New York City. Number two. A newly released review has found that while the Pentagon's security measures have not kept up with the increasing number of military facilities handling classified information and their personnel, there is no systemic problem in safeguarding secrets, according to the report. In April, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin initiated a 45-day review of Pentagon policies and procedures following the arrest of Air National Guardsman Jack Teixeira, who was accused of posting classified documents online. Teixeira pleaded not guilty to federal criminal charges. Following Teixeira's arrest, the Pentagon implemented stricter security controls for accessing classified information. However, Secretary Austin tasked his top aides with assessing the extent of the security problem within the Pentagon. Was Teixeira an isolated case of breaching the oath to protect military secrets, or did his actions indicate a larger, long-standing issue within the military ranks? The review publicly disclosed by the Pentagon and described to reporters determined that there was no single explanation or widespread breakdown to account for Teixeira's disclosures. It also found no significant flaws in the military's protocols for managing and overseeing confidential information. Defense Secretary Austin accepted the review's conclusions and recommendations affirming that the majority of Defense Department employees authorized to handle classified material are trustworthy and comply with procedures to safeguard secrets. Officials emphasized that the assessment's aim was not to impede information sharing between Pentagon personnel and other U.S. government employees involved in ensuring national security. Number 3 To mark the 50th anniversary of the All-Volunteer Force, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin traveled to Fort Meade in Maryland by a Black Hawk helicopter on Wednesday to administer the military oath of office to 85 brave young men and women. 67 of these new recruits shipped out to basic training just hours after, this, after the ceremony, leaving for bases all across the country, including Paris Island, South Carolina, and Fort Moore, Georgia. 
50 years ago this week, the United States stopped drafting citizens into service and turned instead to an all-volunteer force, Secretary Austin told the recruits. Ever since then, Americans like you have joined our military out of conviction and not out of compulsion. Secretary Austin's visit comes as the U.S. military continues to face a recruiting crisis resulting from the robust job market, the end of wars overseas, and high rates of PTSD. Recruiters did not have access to college campuses or high schools during the peak of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020 and 2021, losing crucial face-to-face -face time with potential recruits. College has also become a more popular option for high school graduates, with 62% of high school seniors pushed to go directly to college. Another reason for low recruitment numbers is the perception among some that the military has gone woke. The nation is also facing a health crisis among young people, with 77% of Americans' youth not eligible to serve, according to a Pentagon study. A recent Wall Street Journal article outlined another alarming trend. The, the children of military families, who typically make up 80% of U.S. Army recruits, are telling their children not to serve, especially those from the South. The Army, Air Force, and Navy are on track to miss recruiting goals this year. The U.S. military has typically met annual recruitment goals since 1973. The U.S. Army missed its recruiting goals by 25% last year. After 9-11, recruiting increased due to, due to the wave of patriotism that swept the nation. This year, the Army is expected to end up 15,000 recruits short of its 65,000 goal. Meanwhile, U.S. military chiefs say that retention has never been higher, but continue to express concern that if recruiting numbers don't improve, the U.S. will not be able to face the next great power threat or deal with two conflicts at the same time, like Russia and China. Thanks for tuning in to the top three segments live on Hako Radio and have a great day.